that leads to another question, you know, yeah. one that's sort of particular to to and now I'm not talking about anesthesia groups or doctors. I'm talking about Sierra Health Services and billing services, and that is that if there is a major contraction of mm-hmm. the way in which anesthesia groups in in this case uh, bill and collect, so that um, they, they are that they are captured within these sort of with with the orbits of ACOs. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that there is a lowered demand for billing services since to the extent that hospitals are now and and are probably just in general the natural sponsors right. of ACOs and if they're attempting to capture the billing and collection function so that the money is flowing through the ACO, does that lower the demand <laughs> for billing services? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it bodes very well for us. Um, I would, you know, my thought is that, um, uh, you know, first of all, ACOs are still, though they're here, they're still, to me, before they get to the to that point where we're worried about whether or not they've grabbed all the all the physicians and there's no need for billing companies because they'll be billing effectively through their ACOs. I think that's still a ways off, but I do believe that um, you know there may be opportunities. Um, to become, uh, you know, part of an ACO as a billing company, where they may want, they may even ACOs may outsource. I look at opportunities to be to be data collectors for uh, for these ACOs. You know, even now, um, information is is key to yeah. the successful uh, determination of these critical pathways. Uh-huh. And so, uh, th- I think there'll be other opportunities. But I do, I do, I do believe that uh, if they got to the point where they you know, you, you're talking about, you know, there's regional ACOs um, similar to to a, a Kaiser model. That uh, yeah, the billing billing companies like the one <laughs> that I started back in 2000 and been a part of since '81 could be co- go the way of the dinosaur. There's no question about it. But I I, I don't think that's uh, anything in the near future. And and I again I do believe that there may be niches out there for for billing companies uh, in some some way, shape, or form as we move forward. You know, uh, switching gears and moving from the impact of ACOs and then moving mm-hmm. away from the issue of the impact on billing services, how about your anesthesia group clients? What what, what issues or, or challenges do you think are the, you know, are, are, are the biggest for, for anesthesia groups today, you know, over the next couple of years? Well, you know, recently, and this has been within the last year, uh, at least in California, this this may have been more uh, of an issue for the east eastern east coast. But recently, we've seen um, anesthesia practice management groups, uh-huh. uh, contract management groups, come into yeah. the marketplace uh, where they will they will actively bid for uh, contracts with uh, you know at various hospitals and. Um, their whole key is to reduce the cost of anesthesia to the hospital and also as as they will advertise uh make uh dealing with the anesthesia group uh less uh less offensive uh you know there's certain there are certain things that they they <laughs> there's certain uh i guess uh uh, things that they believe is true with all between all hospitals and anesthesia groups that you have an adversarial type relationship with your hospital. I, I, I don't 
uh, I know that's not the case, but they put that thought out there and they said they'll make that go away. And at the same time, they will improve, reduce the cost and improve the quality. Sounds a little bit like what an ACO says they're going to yeah. do. Yeah. But this is one of the biggest, the, I, I don't know if you want, I guess you could call it a threat, but one of the biggest issues I think with um, uh-huh. with the practice, anesthesia practices, is that they could lose their contract to and like this anesthesia practice management company. And I, I reducing the costs are great, but I, yeah, I'm wondering, you know, what's what's the magic number? How how much are they going to reduce? And to me, if you enter enter a third party in there between the hospital and the anesthesia group, that third party's got to get paid. So, uh-huh. you know, how much cost reduction is there? And you know, it sounds like the people that are going to get the biggest reduction are the physicians, <laughs> because now yeah. they have a, they have another another entity in there that's uh-huh. going to be siphoning off some of the some of the revenue. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I often hear that that from the representatives of the these quote national groups that they have more efficient billing and collection abilities, and they have more favorable payer contracts, and and that's why they say they don't need as much or you know even any financial support from the hospital, and yet they can still pay you know competitive compensation to their providers and. You know, I don't know what your take on that is, but I just uh, I, I, I would have that. a hard I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah, I would have a hard time believing that they can be just for the you know that they can be doing things uh, more effectively on a national basis. It's just because I know from my own personal experience, like I said, we I mean we're in eight states and and the District of Columbia. It takes a lot of time. Uh, a lot of knowledge, you know, as you're as, as you move forward, going to different areas of the country, uh-huh. and it, you have to. It it's not something that's just you click, snap your fingers, and you've learned. Um, there, there's a learning curve, and I, you know, I think that that they would be hard pressed. And it, it goes not beyond states, Mark. It actually gets down to counties and regions, you know, w- within the county that uh, you have to know. I just I they can't make a blanket statement like that. I I couldn't make a blanket statement like that that they you know they're more efficient at it. You know we you know we have we we do what we believe is a pretty good job at collecting and and part of collecting well is being able to establish relationships not only with the the carriers in the area but with the surgeons offices and the patients as you and the hospital as you're trying to bring all these resources together to not collect the the 80% that the insurance company pays, but to collect the 20% that uh-huh. the patient's going to pay or the secondary insurance is going to pay. Uh-huh. I mean, that takes time and commitment. And I, to make a blanket statement, because I'm big, I can do it better. I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh-huh. And I do believe that um, they can't get a better contract. Yeah, uh-huh. they just they may state that, but where, where's their clout? Um, you know, they're, if they're going in and representing one particular hospital, you know, you call Blue Cross and say, "Hey, you know, we've got this hospital. Will you get, you know, cut us a deal, give us a better rate?" You know, my my guess is Blue Cross is going to say, "No, I don't think so." Just like they say to about ninety nine percent of all all people when they call about negotiating a better contract. But um, you know, so I think some of those statements are are more propaganda type statements. Um, I, I believe that. Um, that they can't really look at the billing and collection as a reason that they're going to be able to lower the cost of the hospital. Um, 
you know, maybe lowering the cost of hospital would involve bringing in a, like an anesthesia care team, CRNAs and uh-huh. and physicians together. Um, I can see it that way, but they definitely aren't going to going to do it with the their collections. I I just don't believe it. There's you know, as, as a matter of fact, I think sometimes bigger isn't always better. <laughs> and depending on where their billing their billing company is located, if they're if they're located offshore, it has a whole other um, layer of issues you have to deal uh-huh. with. You know, some whether it be in the Philippines or in India or some other country, you know, the hour of the day and the the language. Uh, there are some language issues, and um, uh-huh. you know, we've all I'm sure we've all you know run into it when we've called certain vendors and got shipped uh-huh. offshore. I, as a matter of fact, I was talking to somebody, I was booking a hotel reservation, I was talking to somebody in the Philippines, uh-huh. and uh-huh. there were times when I said, I'd have to say, what'd you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> can we? Can you repeat that? You almost feel you feel bad. That you, can you repeat uh-huh. it again? I don't understand. Um, and so for all of those reasons, I, I don't think they can use that as the you know the explanation as to why uh, they they think they can lower the costs. Uh, that uh-huh. that if anything, to me, they they may even, you know might even cost them some money. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I often hear that that as a as a in essence as part of the pitch, which is uh, we have lower costs because uh, we do our billing and collection. And now I'm talking about a quote national anesthesia yeah, group right. or a. Practice management company. Their the practice argument management is, company. Yeah, I mean, their argument is is well, first of all, their their business model is sort of a combination, I guess, of your business model and a traditional anesthesia groups. In in that, they're hoping to profit from both the provision of the anesthesia services, uh, mm-hmm. and they're hoping to profit uh, from what was traditionally the. Um, the the business area of a company like yours, like Sierra Health Services, mm-hmm. you know, the, the building and collection piece, and so what they'll say is, you know, you know, what I mentioned before was, you know, that 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 we are, are better at collecting and we have better contract rates, and then they'll say, and you know, we built through our our closely, you know, held, uh, you know, completely held subsidiary, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, in in, in X Y Z uh, India, and therefore we have lower costs. And and uh, but the, the the one of the issues for me has always been that um, at least from a group's perspective, um, you know, simply having a lower cost uh, it, it answers only one question, and that is what's the cost? It doesn't answer yeah. what's what's the effect of dealing with either this billing company or this management company, or I guess even it's a different issue. It's from the hospital's perspective. What's the overall effect Mm -hmm. of switching from a traditional local group to one that is managed by one of these, uh, you know, anesthesia contract management companies? Mm -hmm. Because simply knowing, for example, that the hospital stipend that it's paying to the group is being reduced from, you know, X million dollars to X hundred thousand dollars might be viewed by a by a bean counter sort as, oh, geez, look, the hospital's saving, you know, $800,000 a year, whatever mm-hmm. the number is. But if you screw up the functioning of the hospital's economic engine, its operating rooms, you're going right. to lose that in you know, who knows how many well, days. You're absolutely right. It's what What is the cost? What What exactly yeah. is the cost when they when they lop off, you know, 500000 or 100000 or a million dollars, what is yeah. the cost? I mean, we, we can't lose sight that, you know, 
equality is involved somewhere. <laughs> you know, you mentioned earlier in this in this interview that uh, yeah, low cost is uh, kind of like surpassing in importance quality. Although they they use when they I, some of these summaries about these ACOs, low the quality it goes hand in hand with cost. Yeah. Um, and and what they portray in these in this literature that I've read recently about the ACOs is that they're going to maintain quality. They're going to use quality as a measurement uh, to receive payment. Uh-huh. Um, and so they they do recognize that there is a relationship between the uh, quality of care and the cost of care. Uh-huh. And that, and right now they're you know the idea is that they can maintain a high level of quality yet reduce the cost and some of it has to deal with um they believe that uh, in healthcare in general there are many costs that are uh, occurred uh that occur that aren't necessary uh whether it be people uh physicians worry about litigation or or whatever the case that if they didn't run a test they might uh, if anything went wrong they might be asked well why didn't you run that test so there, there are some costs that they say that are are being uh, incurring right now that can be eliminated uh-huh. by um, better management. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and so, you know, when it comes to the, the facilities dealing with these practice management companies, you know, I think that they need to deal with it similar to the way the the government is saying that okay, we got to measure the quality of the care some way make it uh, predicate what you're going to receive in reimbursement on care so that care becomes still becomes a priority versus just the cost. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think that that's currently being looked at as, as, you know, as stringently as maybe it should be. Uh-huh. 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 Huh. But, you know, these anesthesia practice management companies, like I say, to me are, you know, are one of the biggest challenges our practices right now have to have to face. You know, the facilities are looking to save money, um, and, you know, one of the ways that they save money is they look, they put an RFP on, and they say, okay, okay, who's going to take this RFP? And, uh, you know, more often than not, I think it's the lowest bidder, and um, and that's that's a big challenge. You know, it's one thing when you're dealing with, um, you know, your local group, and there's another group locally that's thinking of expanding into your facility, and you're uh-huh. dealing with, with known entities. It's another to have a national company that, which is somewhat of an unknown entity entering an area. Um, you really don't know what you're up against. You know, you don't know anything about the providers they're going to bring be bringing in. Um, many times, like I said, what I've seen recently is like an anesthesia care team model where they bring in CRNAs with physicians, and that's that's not very common in California. Um, uh-huh. That type of model. Uh, most of the practices that we have are are almost entirely um, anesthesia, but we do have some uh, a, CNR, a CRNA anesthesia model. But it's not the it's not the most common that you see here in in the state of California. Mm-hmm. What what role can a can a billing service such as Sierra Health Services play in resolving your your client group's challenges? So what 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 can you do for for them? So I think that's something people listening would well, be interested in. Well, you know, from the practice management standpoint, we try to, um, you know, if you wanted to look at it from that standpoint, we try to take the role of that that company, that anesthesia management company, contract management company, by working with our clients and and working, uh, being in liaison in times between the 
the insurance companies or the hospital if, if that's what's needed, or at least uh, uh, be a act participant uh, at meetings with the, the administrator. Um, because we do bring a lot to the table. We, we can, we can, you know, explain to the administrator, you know, how, you know, what an anesthesia, what an anesthesia practice can potentially make, you know, based, based on a payer mix. Um, you know, there is, there is a, there is a number there depending upon, you know, whether you have a lot of Medi-Cal, a lot of Medicare or some sort of, uh, managed care programs, you know, the rates of the managed care companies, what you're, what you can expect to make in it. And, uh-huh. uh, that type of information can go a long way to at least raising the level of awareness of, um, the, uh, the administrator and, and the, the physicians also can, uh, they're seeing what they need, where they need to be in terms of the services offered. I mean, you can draw a relationship more clearly when you understand, you know, uh, basically how much your current practice brings in. You know, what are you currently bringing in from collections? What are the services currently providing? Now, between what you're currently bringing in and what services providing, are you, are you currently, is that enough for you? Can you, can you afford to provide all the services for the money that you're collecting? And if you can't, now, that's where the hospital steps in and offers basically to pay the difference. But you have to establish what that difference is. And uh-huh. things like that are, you know, we being in, you know, the business that we're in, we can you know, offer solutions based on experience with other practices, um, with other facilities. Um, like I said, I think that we, we have a lot to offer in assistance. And, you know, I'm not, we're not interested in, in, Going in and becoming adversarial, we're looking. We're looking to everybody reaching an equitable deal. Um, it's um, it, it, we look at being, um, a, you know, we're a member of your team. Uh, uh-huh. We're not. You're not working for us. We're working for you. And we have a lot of a lot of information that we can share that should assist. Um, in any type of contract negotiation, whether it be a third-party payer or with a hospital. Well, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to get some additional mm-hmm. information uh, about you and, and CRL services, well, why don't you explain how they can do that? Well, we have, you know, they can call. Uh, we have a toll-free number, um, which is 877-866-9877. Or if you'd like to talk, to me directly, you can call me on my direct line, which is 209-956-7730. Okay, so, so your direct line is 209-956-7730. And, and how about a website address? It is sierra-health, www.sierra-health.com. Well, Earl, thank you very, very much for your time. Um, uh, I appreciate it very, very much. I think our conversation was extremely interesting and certainly illuminating. And I am sure that uh, someone's going to want to get in touch with you. So, again, thank you very, very much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you.